Are you going to David's before the game? I don't know. I'm thinking about it. So I'm uh, I'm bringing a person with me. Is it the person a lady? Yeah, Francesca, who you don't know. And so I'm debating, like, oh, I can bring her to that because that's a thing to do. But then she has to hang out with your dad. Here in the Straight Red Plex, pre-recorded, of course, it is Straight Red. I am your host, Jeff Ross, and with me, as always, mm. the captain from Captain and Tennille, <laughs> Alex S. Kittler. What were the songs that they had? They had, like, one song. What was the song, though? I don't Hang know. On. I don't know what the I'm song You should know. You're the captain. I, I'm letting down Tennille. You are. And you know what? I feel like I've already done this joke before. I, I, I don't think you have, but Not this what one? I... I think the best part about Captain and Teal is that guy's hat. This guy's hat is incredible. He had a captain's hat. He did. Like he wasn't joking her. Oh, love will keep us together. I know that song. There it is. Yeah. Alex S. Kibler. The captain. I saw Brian Adams last night, speaking of old acts. Yes, you did. I should have made a joke about that. You, you saw should have. Brian you ruined Adams it. last night. Where were you? For the, the second garden? time. Were you at the garden or was this at Barclays Center? Uh, neither. Is Nassau it? Coliseum. No. The Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey. Certainly not. MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Going the wrong way. <laughs> Let's see. What else do we have that would be a venue of it was a- enough size <laughs> to honor Now, Brian he Adams. makes jokes. He sold Rentschler out- Field he sold- in East Hartford, Connecticut. <laughs> he sold out the Beacon Theater twice, two nights in a row. So... He sold out. We could sell out the Beacon Theater. That's not true. But he sold a lot of tickets, and then he had sold so many that, like, you know, you have to have a second show. So he had a second show. We went to the second show. All right. We got the sloppy on, second hold, show. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Got, I got more, more venues. Yeah, more please. Venues, more venues. Radio City I'm Music already, Hall. <laughs> I've already told you where we he played. You're getting it wrong. It was at the Beacon Theater? Yeah, the Beacon. Oh, I thought I just assumed it was a different venue. No, no. It was at the Beacon. Webster Hall. <laughs> Jesus. I'm just going to keep announcing fame. CBGBs, they Are, brought it back from the dead. Yeah, just for Brian Adams. They're about the same vintage, Had a vintage, crowd of right? 100. Yeah. It was a good show, though. You I, know. I, in a, in a, when in I was a brand a of, of, like, weenie 80s rock, you can't. I mean, he's the, the pinnacle of human achievement in that very specific vein. That's a very specific vein. <laughs> as a college student, yeah. I stay I went to NYU as yeah. a college student. Yeah. One of the dorms I had uh, was right next to CBGB's. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it was right next door. This was around the time when CBGB's was losing its lease. That's sad. But though. not because of NYU. Now, NYU has done a lot of real estate weirdness. Yes, certainly. Oh, but this certainly. was not related to them. Uh, in fact, the person who owned the building, and it's weird that CBGBs did not own that building. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they had the opportunity to do so like 20 years prior, mm-hmm. was actually a homeless rescue uh, organization. So it's like a nonprofit owned that building. Wow. I didn't and, that's, know that. and that's who ultimately kicked out CBGBs. And people took it as like, oh, it's a corporate takeover. They hadn't paid their rent for like a decade. Yeah. The more you know. G.I. Joe. 
well, we're going to get sued for saying that. Hey, there was soccer that was being played. They would have to week. know we existed. That's a fair us. point. Someone, there's that one fan that we have who yeah. works for the copyright. I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I work at Hasbro. <laughs> I won't tolerate this. I'm pretty sure. If you're, a, if you're one of our fans and you, uh, if you're a ginger out there and you, uh, if you work for Hasbro, just give us a call. We'll, we'll sort it all out. It'll give be great. Yeah. We'll get this all cleared up. Yes, Alex Kibler, there were some soccer games. <sighs> there were. Hey. You know, you know, you know who played? Who Alex Kibler? Who? Well, a little team by New York City FC. We won. We have won three games. That's I... that's, not, that's moved from a couple to a few, a few games. Yeah, you uh, you made the bare minimum. <laughs> yes, to move from a we, couple to a few, redefining few since 2015. This was in Toronto mm-hmm. at BMO Field, mm-hmm. and I would say at it, the fortress that is BMO Field. Well. Toronto's been playing well this season. They have. They've been playing very well. Even with Josie out due to injury. Yeah. They've been playing well. Yeah. Certainly. Not only beat them, correct me if I'm wrong, Alex S. Kibler, 2-0 yeah, away. Shut them out. out. In Canada. Yeah. I mean, tough first call if you're a Toronto fan on the, on the handball on the first goal for that led to the penalty kick. But what that caused me to say is... If you're just gonna if you're gonna play the New York Cosmos in midweek, just save David Villa as a as a sub just for the penalty shootout because that penalty was just lethal. That's oh, what yeah. you want. You don't want Shea yeah. Facey taking that penalty, but that's just a rant. That's that's, that's, that's over a there. Rant. We don't have time for but that. But you were saying in the pre-show, in and the I pre-show, agree with ladies. you. That is the first time that you've seen a team take a specific game plan into BMO Field and absolutely execute it. The the game plan, in case you weren't watching, was... You need to watch this, James. Assault and battery on Sebastian Javinko. And it worked. I have to give credit to Jason Christ for this. He changed yeah. his formation for this game. He did. It was it, it was like a 1-1 Javinko, I think, was the formation that they used. <laughs> changed his formation. Changed his lineup. Dead jokes. Changed his lineup and frustrated the hell out of Javinko yeah, in a way that no other MLS team has succeeded playing against them. You you still saw flashes of what he can do. Oh yeah, but they got in his face early and they often. They face. double teamed him a lot. They hacked him. They fouled him, and they got in his head. They frankly. got in his head. That's what. That's they the difference. They got in yeah. his head. Shea Facey was a menace to that man. Yeah, Shea Facey has very quickly become a really good center back for us. He's athletic. He's powerful. He's not very tall. He's not super good in the air, but he's extremely fast. He can make up for, for bad positioning with his runs. Yeah. Great kid. Who they're hoping to extend his loan, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I was going to say, his original loan is about to end. Yeah. Um, he's one of the Manchester City youth products. Yeah. Plays for the team. But I get why... Manchester City has him. Yeah, indeed. I mean, he's, he's he's got some skill. He's got some skill. He's still rough around the edges. He's still yeah. a young man. He's probably like 19, 20 years old. He still but, plays some bad passes on occasion. But uh, I see it. But uh, let, let, let me just say a little bit more here about, about, about the game. Mm-hmm. We've, obviously, Alex Kibler's seen more of these New York City games in person than I have. But because they're like the easiest team to go see from where I live, yeah. uh, I do pay attention to how they play. They're getting better. Yes. They yes. are getting better. Yes. And it feels like once they got that first win, I shouldn't say first win, they had a win in their first game, but once they got the additional win, yeah, I think they bought more into what Jason Christ is trying to get them to do. I, I would agree with that. I think I think you're starting to see 
better runs off the ball. You're starting to see more physical play out of them, um, more willingness to break once you recover possession on a counter, mm-hmm. which those are things that you were not seeing in the losses leading up to that. And in this Toronto game, yeah, felt kind of like vintage RSL. Yeah. Me. When RSL would Talk play a team. Me. Oh, gross. <laughs> but when RSL would play a team that is pound for pound a better team. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, would, there's no doubt that happen. there's more talent on on Toronto's roster. Toronto's more talent. Even yeah. with Josie Hurt. Yeah. Toronto is a better yeah. team. 100%. And they find a way. We that was them. always Jason Kreiss's signature. Yeah. That he could get players who you would look at it on paper like this shouldn't either of these players shouldn't work together. Yeah. Or there's not enough talent on this roster. To go up against L.A., for example, right. back in, I don't know, right. 2012 or right. something like that. Right. And he would manage. And he would manage. Mm-hmm. He found a way to manage here against Toronto. Some of this, I think, also has to do with the fact that Greg Vaney is not as experienced of a coach. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Uh, some of this has to do with once Javinka was shut down, Toronto didn't have any really good answers for that. So much of their attack filters through him, and, and for and good without, reason. Without Josie, without Josie playing, yeah. Well, even with Josie playing, Josie <laughs> certainly brings a certain element. But they're they're you know oil and water, Josie and 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 Javinko. Javinko, very different, fluid, players. technical, flair. You know, you have nothing on that team that resembles him in any of those categories. Josie can take over a game in his own way by being physical, but when you shut down the chief creative engine. And you don't have anyone to take over the game by being physical. This is the type of result that happens. And I know we have to talk about other games. Yeah, we, we do. do have to move on. But I want to leave Gingers with this. If you haven't watched the game, the highlights, whatever, watch them. Because you can see how New York City FC systematically not only gets into Javinko's head, but the entire team. Yeah. Like they, they were, were like going to fight at the end of the they match. Were fight at the end yeah. of the match. Like they harassed. Toronto FC mm-hmm. at BMO Field in front of their own fans. Yeah. And I think that contributed to why they got so upset about the whole thing. Yeah. They walk out of there with three points. They oh, do. also, the Yes Network broadcast. I like the commentary team, but that green screen thing that they do. <laughs> no one thinks that you're in the city. No, and it's <laughs> no so one thinks that. Clear it's so that they bad. are not there. Oh, like, don't I know. even it's the worst. try. Don't even try. It is the absolute. <laughs> <laughs> Worst. It really is. Moving on. Portland 2, Houston Dynamo nil in the friendly confines of Portland, Oregon. The Rose City, they call that. The Rose City. Rose yeah. City till I die. Now, Indeed. it's important to note here, Alex Kibler. Yes. We've been cyberbullied into. Don't tell anyone that we were the victim of a cybercrime. <laughs> <laughs> we had one fan that's like, hey, you're talking about Portland. We're like, okay, whatever. whatever that sounds sure. great. Yeah. Sweet. Sure. Uh, in his defense, Portland's on a winning streak. They are. They play as well against 11 men almost as they play against 7 men. Hey! <laughs> Topical hey. jokes. They also have, in my opinion, what I think are the best <laughs> kits in Major League Soccer. Oh, the retro green with the yellow oh, collars. And they've looked great for years. Luscious kits. You know who I put as number two just as consistently really good kits? Yeah. Vancouver Whitecaps. Yeah, they're solid. Not they really, really are solid kits. kits. I agree with that they're very entirely. Well but uh, Portland... This is what you expect from a Caleb Porter team. Well, it is. This is the team we expected last season that we didn't get. Yeah. This is the team we expected at the beginning of this season that we didn't get. They're so strong at the back. They're so strong at the back. I mean, as a New York City fan, 
I mean, I look at Portland's back line and I get like a soccer erection. Like it's like, all right, this is what I think of when I'm like, this is what we're missing. All right, calm down. This is what we're missing. Their entire back lane, back lane, back lane, back line played extremely well. Liam Um, Ridgewell is phenomenal for them. He's an absolute stud. Phenomenal. But I tell you what, despite the fact that Houston has some sort of aging stars, Ricardo Clark Rico still has the flair, man. He still has the the technical ability. To compete in this league, he attempted two bicycle kicks in the same game. One of them was off the juggle. Yeah, like it's just like that kid can still play. And I he say kid, ball. he's an old man. He's I don't know why man. I said kid. Old man, he's our age, Alex. Bad. I mean, that's a tough call on the first goal. You know, he he was called for a block. If you weren't watching the game, he he was he was he looking for to block the run for the the, the first where they yeah, they but scored. you know as well as anybody, it doesn't matter about intention. Yeah, or I shouldn't say it doesn't matter. That's the difference between a yellow and a red. Yeah, but. <clears throat> a foul's a foul. Yeah, and, and when you're when you're you're basically you're pulling a basketball screen, and you yep. you can't really do that. Lean your shoulder to the guy. Yeah, it doesn't really work that. But anyway, Portland quietly, and by quietly I mean we didn't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, quite quickly, from our perspective. Yeah, exactly. Has quickly become the hottest team. In Major League Soccer, and I don't think that's like an exaggeration in the least. Uh, right now, they are on. They have the longest win streak that's current. Yes, there are four, game four games win, on, win on the trot. Is, yeah, is, is is the longest, and they have gone from the basement to the West into playoff contention. Yeah, it, it's exciting to watch that happen for a team like Portland, who is so passionately supported by those fans. Oh, and I just they love, play in a great little building. It's tiny. I love it's it. Intimate. And it. It has character already. It's so great. Yeah, because it's an old building. It's been renovated a million times, so the way it's set up doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's it really fantastic. Great. It's really love fantastic. the fans. I believe that Caleb Porter's somewhat unconventional rotation plan yeah. when it comes to his forwards is paying off. Mm-hmm. And this team, again, we're not in the locker room, so we don't really know, but this team seems to like get along. Seem to just get along. They they have great chemistry together. They really do. Yeah. It doesn't seem to matter who's on the field. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying these gentlemen are not competitors. Clearly they are. Fernando Adi wants to start every game, and I'm sure he's pissed when he doesn't start. Yeah. I get it. But when they're rotating, everybody seems to be more effective when they get their minutes. I agree with you. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Keep an eye on that Portland team. DC United. Hey, hey, hey. Listen, this was the game that we sort of previewed uh, last week. DC United 2, New England 1. It's a great result for DC. It is. And if you're New England, you've got to be shooting yourself. Because you, you bossed have. that first half. That was a game. You should have been up 4-0, 5-0 in the yeah. first half. You, if you're, New, that if game. you're New England, you let that game get away. Those are points you lost. Yeah. And I don't mean just in the literal sense that you didn't walk out of there with anything. They could have walked out of there with all three. I agree with you. I agree with you all hardly. I mean, but hat tip to DC. Yeah. 2-1? They've got to be looking into like the robotic clone industry to clone Fabian, uh, Fabian Espindola. Because he... <laughs> You you see you see no it's a creative vacuum on that team except for Fabian Espindola. You have mm-hmm. quality, you have good, you know. I'm strong and I'll go run for a ball, but he makes that team churn and run. They're good from set pieces, but in this flow of play, if you don't have Fabian Espindola on the team and you're mm-hmm. DC United, you're not winning half your games. I'm sorry, true, true. But that's why they have him. Yeah, that's why they have him. You the other half of the games is Bill Hamid. That man is a beast. He is a beast. Hasn't been called up lately. No. What I love about Bill Hamid, though, is that he started to b- begin to rely on his instincts, coming for balls early, 
you know, you'll you'll see him scoop a ball, make a play on a run, tw- you know, twelve yards from his goal. Like it's mm. nothing. He's like, oh, I know how to get there. You know what I mean? It's it's watching that instinctive play that I love to see. Out of I the goal feel field. like Bill Hamid has been playing forever. He has been, but because right? he started as a teenager, he's like twenty two. Yeah, the kids. He's, he's the such a young yeah. man. He's such a young man, and that's why you see these changings of his style of play, mm-hmm. maturing as a player, trusting he's his instincts. He's still a prospect. He's still a prospect. Especially he, in the goalkeeping world where you, you, you play until you're 40 like Casey Keller did. You really can. If you take care of your health, yeah. I don't know necessarily 40, but you well, some can, but yeah. you can play in your late 30s. In fact, you tend to get better by the time you hit your 30th birthday. Yeah, I agree. Because so much of goalkeeping is frankly a mind game. It is. You need to be able to read the entire field all the time. That's why the best keepers tend to be like 30 years old. Knowing when to come out, knowing when not to come out. Exactly. So other games, uh, scores from the weekend. Colorado won. FC Dallas won. That was on Friday night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Seattle lost at home, you know, once again underpowered that, for that game but against San Jose. San Jose, don't, don't sleep on San Jose. Don't Even sleep. without Innocent, who I'm still sad about. Yeah, me too. You know, San Jose, four points in the last two games. Starting to turn around, I think, out starting there. Starting to turn around. I think um, to Red Bulls won Vancouver, too. That was at Red Bull Arena. Ooh, What's going to stop the slide of the New York Red Bulls? Stop. But, Sasha, what are you doing? Keep your head in the game. Yeah. They've gotten one point from the last available 15 points. That's a terrible That's run a, of play. It really is. Montreal, two at home against Orlando City. We got crap on Twitter about our pick that Montreal was going to win. And then we justified it. Justified yeah. it. Montreal, come on. Right. Orlando played too long. Yeah. They played too long in their U.S. Open Cup. I still think this Orlando team's a good team. I do, too. I, I think... It just wasn't their night. Exactly. I agree It wasn't their night, and it was Montreal's night. Let's st- stop on this one for a second. L.A. Galaxy 5, Philadelphia 1. Oh, boy. Oh, dear. Philadelphia. Didn't I, didn't I have a take that was like four goals? You said it was like 4-1 four, four one or 3-1 or something, and, and I you, said you, you were ridiculous. Me. I was like, that's it no way. It went beyond. Yeah. 5-1. L.A. Beat the crap. Out they really of them. beat the crap did. out of them. <laughs> they really did. They really did. If and you're Philly, you just got to be putting your head in your hands right now. I mean, you you've caught lightning in a bottle a couple of times this year and won a couple of games, but your outlook is not looking good. You're Ooh. losing Aristigueta allegedly at the I, end of the month. I didn't realize his loan was only to the summertime. I, I didn't either. I, I, I didn't know that. They, that's someone who you know what you got to throw some dollars at. Got to throw some money out there if they have the money to spend. Why do they spend it on a goalkeeper who doesn't play? Like, it, ugh. Philly fans, you are great. I have you no issue better. with the Philly Union fans. I, I've been to PPL Park only a couple times. Had a blast. You guys are showing up. You support. I'm 100% on board with you. This team does not deserve you. I agree. Uh, and also, also on Sunday night, Real Salt Lake 2, Sporting Kansas City 1. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, RSL... <clears throat> Turning the ship around, they hadn't won since I think way back, like ages ago, on in May. It was it was almost a month ago since their last win. Um, good for them to turn the ship around. Sporting Kansas City, I have no idea what Sporting Kansas City is. I you think you have an idea of how they're going to play and their quality of the team? They're so inconsistent. They had been on a two game winning streak, didn't look particularly good against RSL. So it's it's hard to sort of see how that thing goes. Those things and, go. And one has to wonder if they were still. In Eastern Conference team, they could be close to the top right now. I really think they would be. They'd be I would agree with you. But playing against Western teams, it's it's a little bit tougher. Yeah. It's a little bit tougher. The ladies played. The ladies, the U.S. women's national team. 
as you hopefully have heard, Gingers. Mm-hmm. And I expect that from you. <laughs> They're in the World Cup right now. They are. They played Colombia. Colombia. Yeah. 2-0. Yeah. Abby Did Wambach. look great. Abby Wambach. Come on. Yeah. You got to get that. I just... I've said that a lot, this World Cup, if I'm totally honest with you. She's missed a lot of these things. <sighs> you... Can I say something somewhat controversial? Please, go ahead. Abby Wambach. Statistically speaking, best women's soccer player. Potentially of all time. Sure. I would agree with that. Goals... World Cups. Yeah. Everything. However, I believe we're looking at the tail end of the career right now. Oh, there's no belief to it. You're definitely looking at the tail end. This. But the question is... And do we do we keep putting her out there? Yes, exactly. Do and you... I, I, get, I understand why she's out there. I understand that she is a captain. I understand that she has veteran experience. I get it. But she has had clear looks on goal that have not been executed. I agree with you. And when you have a player... Of the of the of the quality of the pace of Sidney LaRue on the bench, you can say what you want to about her first touch or, or you know over application of makeup, but hey, she's, she's a beautiful woman. She is. I don't know why she she makes herself look. Uh, I'm just going to finish that sentence because I'm going to get a lot of angry listeners if I do. That is a married woman, Alex. She is. Sadly, yeah, I don't, Jeff. I don't Jeff said talk, that, and then looked straight down and looked wanna, really sad. I'm sorry to have brought that up, but you, you also had a couple of players who are now missing the next match against China well, because of we please. did win this match. That we is did. worth pointing out. If and you didn't win, win, and we Jason won Davis the match. said it best: winning ugly is better than losing pretty. I, I'm fine with that. I understand you need the that. W's. We have to move forward. You're it's an elimination right. tournament, but. You were saying something. Lauren Holiday mm-hmm. and Megan Rapino are miss. I know that one. That one hurts. That one hurts. Are missing the China match today. <sighs> That's tough. It is. That's really tough. And it's a stupid rule. You played four games. You get two yellow cards. You get suspended for that. It's ridiculous. I don't. But but I guess it applies evenly to everybody. So yeah. here we are. Yeah. You would hope that the team will be able to manage a team like China without them. Um, there's still plenty of talent on, on the U.S. Still side of the plenty ball. Plenty of talent. But what I, I, I also think this. Jill Ellis, after the match, uh, said that she was pleased or thought the attack was coming along and pleased with the performance. If you're Jill Ellis and you're pleased with that offensive performance, you, what the heck are you doing managing this soccer you team? You should not be What in are charge. you doing? You should not be in charge. If that's good enough for you, that, why are you in charge? You should not be in charge. Not of this team. No, exactly. Because this is not good enough. Kid game down the street here, okay? This is the big time. This you are theoretically time. the best team in the world. You could easily be the best team in the world if, if you put your mind to it. And that's that. I've been saying this for ages. Yeah, years. exactly. That is my problem. Because... Every position, every single position, the best women's soccer player plays for the United States. I agree with you. Every position. I don't care what it is. And some of which, there's no contest. Like Hope Solo, oh, there's no contest. far and away the no best contest. goalkeeper in the world. And some of them, we have depth in that position yeah. that's better than the rest of the world. I agree with you. How are we number two? I don't, I don't well, understand. I'll tell you how. We're underperforming. Yeah. And I think it's a coaching issue. It's listless. All the games are very listless. There's no there's no creativity. There's no, you know, passing into the channels. It's it's sort of like I was watching the game and literally at some point I was like, are they just being told to stand there and hold the ball until someone comes and like drapes over their back? Is that what the instruction is here? <laughs> I'm, I'm watching every one of these games, Gingers. Every one of these games. I'm a proud American. And yeah. it never stops. Yeah. <laughs> Watching every one of these games. 
and every single one of them we could have lost. You hit your microphone like six times a podcast. I'm sitting there I editing do it. Not care. I'm sitting there editing it, and I have my headphones in. I'm like, huh, and all of a sudden it's a whoop, and it's Jeff hitting his microphone. I am emphatic, and the world needs to know. <laughs> world needs to know all of these games. Yeah, we are just right at the edge. I know of being eliminated. We're gonna play China, a team that we should be able to easily beat. And I have a feeling it's going to be right to the 90th minute. It might be. I mean, I don't know. I don't know where the creativity is going to come from. It's not coming from Joe Ellis. Losing Megan Rapinoe is big because she has been working. She is the width of this team. This entire World Cup. She is the entire width of this team. You have no width unless you have Megan Rapinoe. That's tough. Yeah, I agree. Get Kristen Press out there. Get Cindy LaRue out. Like, we have all the the names. Yeah, yeah. I get frustrated, Gingers. I get frustrated because we. Should have a third star. But right now, Germany is playing like they should have another star. Yeah, I'm terrified of France. They had I the know pace. I said this in the pre-show. Yeah. I'm going to bring it up now again. And you, you read about it online as well. I have an issue with how this game, uh, I'm sorry, this tournament, how the draw went. That we're in a situation where Germany and France are playing each other right now. Those two teams deserve better than to be matched up in this time of the tournament. Yes. This is too early for them to be matched up. <laughs> I agree with you. If they were in the semis, I'd be fine. So I'd say, like, okay, that's when you should see those kinds of teams. But the fact that either Germany or France are going to be eliminated here, mm-hmm. if you're a fan of the game, you don't want to see it that soon. Let me ask you this. If you'd rather play Germany or France in the final, who would you rather play? Actually, I'm going to take Germany. I would rather play Germany, too. I'd rather play Germany. Yes. France is a very creative team in a way that I'm not convinced we have an answer for. And they are the only team that is more athletic than us, or at least maybe on par with us athletically. At least watching them, like, this is a faster team than we are. Yeah. And, and they are... They play fast. They play fast, and when it feels like, and truly you don't really know because we're just yeah. spectators, but when it feels like their game plan breaks down, their players seem to be creative enough to generate a new idea. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. And that would be tough for us. Germany, who is clearly a machine. Do not get me wrong. Mm -hmm. Germany is good. But they come in there with a plan and they execute a plan. They Mm -hmm. execute it very well. Yeah. But they just have a plan and they execute a plan. Yeah. And I really do wonder when they come up, and we'll see in this Germany-France game, when they come against competition that can make them not be comfortable in their plan, Mm -hmm. what that looks like. Mm -hmm. And we don't really see that from Germany all that often. They can basically dominate a game. We'll see. But it, it's still sad to me that the one and the three are already playing each other. If this was an NCAA tournament, this is way too early for that. Right? Am I wrong, Gingers? No, I completely agree with you. I'm not a Ginger because I make the show as well. But. True. But I, I still think the U.S. has to be China here. This is a Chinese team. Not like China back in like 1999. This is a Chinese team that sh- should lose, frankly. Yeah. We should be able to beat them. Yeah. And if we don't... I don't see how Jill Ellis keeps her job. I just don't see how that happens. I don't either. Regardless of who you lost in the previous round. Yeah. Back to the league, though. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite season. Jeff, it's, it's rumor season. Rumor season He's making a England. great hand motion that I you couldn't. Him. Guys, yeah. you can't see it. It was really fantastic. Was I'm sorry else. you guys missed it. In England, they call it the silly season. They do, the silly season. Otherwise. You want to talk about the Wright Phillips boys? I Just do. a good old boys. BWP, Bradley Wright yeah. Phillips who won the Golden Boot last season. Yeah. And Thierry Henry, rightly so, pointed out, should have destroyed the record, mm-hmm. had plenty of open looks, and did not execute them. 
He was right. I love I Thierry have, Henry and I miss him. I want to have Thierry Henry on the show just to tell us how many listeners we should have. And like what how we should be doing. How many listeners you have? 25,000. Yes, exactly. How many do you have? Not that many, Thierry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, you talk all of our crappy analysis. Yeah, it'd be great. I would love to have him on. That'd be yeah. fantastic. Anyway, Bradley Wright Phillips has played for the Red Bulls for only a couple seasons, frankly. Mm-hmm. And it has been the kind of spark plug that they need yes. on the team. He, however, is actually the less famous Wright Phillips He brother. is, yeah. He is, well, forgive the phrase, the lesser Wright Phillips. He is indeed. Sean Wright Phillips is the Wright Phillips that, if you were a big soccer... <laughs> if you're collecting Wright Phillips... If you're collecting Wright Phillips... I'm like, where's the no, sentence no, no, going to no, go? If you're like okay. a big soccer yeah. slash football fan, uh-huh. that would be the Wright Phillips you would have heard of. I agree, yes. And you, you would not necessarily know Bradley Correct. Wright Correct. Sean Wright Phillips recently ended his contract. I mm-hmm. shouldn't say he ended it. It just it reached its end. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't necessarily... I, I, sometimes it gets termed as he was cut. He, he just... He wasn't resigned. He wasn't renewed, exactly, yeah. The contract just ended. So Sean Wright Phillips is without a club. Right mm-hmm. now. And he's played for years in England. Ages in England. Mm-hmm. Right now, Sean Wright Phillips, SWP, mm-hmm. is training with the New York Red Bulls. That's Holmes. exciting stuff. That is exciting stuff. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, Gingers, the, the, the brothers Wright Phillips used to play together on Manchester City. They did, yeah, that, for like a brief 10 time. years ago? Yeah, it was like a decade ago. Something like that. Pre um, it was towards the tail end of Man- of of uh, Sean Wright Phillips's Manchester City stint before he went to Chelsea. Yeah, and this was before Manchester City was bought by a trillion yeah, dollars. It's not the Manchester City that we're money. talking about right now. No, where they could do whatever they wanted. This no. was Manchester City that had just come back into the Premier League. Yeah, that's the Manchester City. This was. Can you imagine the Wright Phillips brothers back together? I think that's the correct signing. I think that'd be one, exciting. You, one, one, you may be able to pick up, and I think you should, be able to pick up Sean Wright Phillips without spending DP money or using a DP slot. You may be able to do that. That'd be great. You may be able to pull it off. You, may, you might have to do a little allocation money weirdness, but you might be able to pull it off. Clearly, they know how to play together. Sean Wright Phillips has seen his brother, who is the quote-unquote lesser Wright Phillips, shine. Yeah. He'll want to fight and make yeah. a name for himself. The fans in Red Bull Arena will have oh, multiple WPs to yeah. cheer for. They, they have a, a plethora of WPs. I can only imagine the chance. I think amazing, it's a good sign. You know, Sean, of course, if they were to sign him. He's only training right now. Sean, of course, is a winger by trade. So I would love to see like Wright Phillips to Wright Phillips goals. That's just can you such imagine? A cool thing. Can yeah. you imagine the South Ward losing their oh, minds for a Wright Phillips assist to a Wright Phillips goal? That's so great. It's such a great storyline. Great storyline. I hope it happens. But it's the silly season, so who knows? It is, yeah. So and, who knows? and you're going to see names thrown around this uh, this off season, uh, this off season, this transfer window. Pardon me. Um, that frankly, those players were never coming here. Oh yeah. But there's been some names that are lingering and sort of rolling and rumbling and continuing. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first heard the concept of Andrea Pirlo to NYCFC, I said. What? No way. There's no chance they're going to get Pirlo. He's, like, in the city right now, allegedly. Hanging around. He is. He's been here. Yankees Stadium with the CEO of the City Football Football Group. Group. Yeah. That's a a telling telling appearance. That's... uh... 
I mean, I don't know how much closer you can get without an official press yeah. release. Yeah. And what's amazing is there are sources that say even if they were to sign him, they still have money to spend. Can you imagine that? So you have an ownership group here. Yeah. That, well, let's call it what it is, functionally has infinite dollars. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't really matter, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And then the most recent number that I saw was $5 million a year for Pirlo. Yeah. Which and of course, they, that never gets released. That's that's club. No, that's never, league policy. They will not release the, the well, salary figures. Uh, the union releases yes. uh, the salary yes. figures, but not the, at this period of time. Right, not, exactly. not at the time of signing. They wouldn't do it. Um, but that that's the rumor. Yeah, right now it's five million. But if you have another two to three hundred thousand, uh, which in Europe is nothing, but here is quite a bit. If you have another two to three hundred thousand dollars to mm-hmm. spend mm-hmm. on a player, yeah. You can still get someone that gingers you've heard of. Yeah. So in the pre-show, I was talking to Alex about this. If I was New York City football club and I had another two or three hundred thousand um, dollars, I would be looking at defense. I know they had some Spanish signings that'll help, but I'd be looking at defense. I think you sign a center back and, if you can. Like well, a, they need one. A real center back. Yeah, not someone who's been converted. They need a real one. Yeah. Uh, but you can find yourself with, say, an American international who is on a European club right now but is not getting minutes. Yeah. You could go down to South America, Central America. That's what I think they should do. Go, go poach the, uh, the, uh, excuse me, the Argentinian League or the Brazilian League and, and go yoke their strength. You know, poach someone from a, one of these Costa Rican teams. Well, these kids who will take a pay cut to come to the United States. Let's, let, we've talked will. about this on the podcast in the past. Yeah, it's Part been of the benefit is playing in the United States, living in the United States. The, just the quality of life yes. in the United States is so much higher than almost everywhere in South and Central America that even if you have to maybe take a little bit of a salary hit, it's like, oh, but we're in the U.S., these schools are great. The community is safe. Yeah. You play in New York, so you'll get media attention. Yeah. Uh, unlike a lot of European teams, both South American and Central American national teams will call you up still. Yeah. You can still play for your national side. And, you know, that's not a problem. And I, well, I don't know if it's offensive or not, but Jason Kreiss is a really good track record working with players from Central and South America. Yes, he does. Mm-hmm. So there could be somebody, and if it's like like Diego Valari in in Portland, mm-hmm. find somebody who we gingers have never heard of. Yeah, we know nothing about him, but he's the exact right player that you need. And I I hope that's where they go. If if the the rumors of Pirlo are true, and you know you're bringing in Frank Lampard, you're bringing in the the older name players. We got to fill some roles right now. You know, mm-hmm. you, you've brought in defenders on both left back and right back, and let's hope they both pan out. Shea Facey's been doing pretty well. Jason Hernandez has been okay at center he has back. His moments, but but he's not who you want to build your defense. But if you have an all new backline, it would be functionally at that point almost an all new backline. You bring in Pirlo. You bring in Lampard. In August, you're gonna get mixed back from the Gold Cup. You, if you're New York City, you're going into August and September saying, listen. 
we could make a run at this thing. I'm not going to say that they're going to go and, and win the, the league or anything. I don't think that's 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 really possible. But you can make a plausible. They can make a run. run. You can make a playoff run. Yeah. Right now they're tied for a playoff place, yeah. which means that they're not in a playoff place. But right. It's within shooting distance. Yeah. It's there. It's a, it's a, it's a reach goal. You reach for it. But it's aspirational. Not one win. Yeah, and then you're one in the win and you're spot. in. Yeah, one win and you're. We're in. only like three points out of third or something like that. It's ridiculous. Yeah, exciting yeah. stuff. That's how terrible the East is, folks. Yeah, really exciting stuff. Got a question for you because yeah. I know this is a team you hold near and dear to your heart, but it's a theoretical. Theoretical. Okay. If yes, you had to pick another MLS team to be a fan of, but can't be can't be your team. All right. What team would it be, mm-hmm. and why? Portland Timbers. Damn it, Alex! You were saying Portland Timbers? Ah, we should have <laughs> planned this. Damn it! All right, well, let's hear your. Well, no, the let's Portland hear your Timbers. Whole thing. The Portland Timbers. Damn it! Are you see now you're you're desperately like racking your brain like I gotta think of something else to say. <laughs> no, um, I'm just gonna say what I was. The gonna Portland say. Timbers to me represent. They represent. The passion of the game. They represent, frankly, the quirkiness of the game. You, you, whenever you turn a Portland Timbers match on, you know what you're getting in terms of fan atmosphere. You know what you're getting in terms of the spectacle that you're going to see. But I also like it that they, you know, I'm a fan of a team that, you know, despite the fact that Red Bulls have been far more successful over the last 20 years, is still is already at this point seen as the big brother of the two New York teams because of the amount of money that they have to spend. And I like the idea, frankly, of you know playing little brother to Seattle. Ah. You know? Because they do. You know, they play that role well. That that appeals to me in a lot of ways. I've never been to the Pacific Northwest. I would love to go to Portland and see and see them play. Um it's they're in a, they're a fun team to watch. It's great. You're so mad because I, I picked really the same am. team. I really am. So, Gingers, I did pick the Portland Timbers. Yeah. As my... <laughs> this podcast brought to you by the Portland Timbers. We've had, like, three Timbers yeah. references. Yeah, today. we're going to have that... What's the guy who cuts the, the, the logs? Timber Joey? That's his name. Timber Joey. I'm almost positive that's right. Hang on. I'm going to look this up. You looked at me like I'm an idiot. Hang on. Timber Joey... Is that who it is? Timber Joey! Okay. I told you it was Timber Joey. We're bad fake Timbers I'm a fans. better Timbers fan than You're you You're a better fake ever Timbers be. fan. Oh, well, I have at least been to Portland. I have not. <laughs> you In win 2013. this time, Ross. Yes, go ahead. Uh, anyway, so I also picked the Portland yeah. Timbers. And the reason why I picked them... You wanted this so, to be a discussion, didn't you? Yeah, it's not going to pan no. out. The reason why I picked <laughs> that, I had this whole plan, Gingers, and it's all failing in front of my yeah. face. The reason I pick them yeah. is because they play in a way that I want to see American MLS teams play. Oh, I see what you're saying. And I love, like everybody, I love the fan support. I love that they have a weird stadium. Yeah, it's so It's so, it's weird. so weird. I do love that they are the little brother to yeah, the man. Seattle Sounders. Yeah. They have a chip on their shoulder. And there's something endearing about that. Yeah. It's that you're always... No matter what happens, even if they win these upcoming ga- this upcoming game that they have, they're always second to Seattle. Yeah. Even when they win, they're second that to Seattle. That appeals to me. Like, Seattle Sounders, they're gonna, there's going to be a point in our very near future generators where the Seattle Sounders are going to sell 60,000 plus every, every single game. Yeah, and rightfully so. That's going so. to happen within the next few years. 
and the Timbers will always be in this tiny, weird stadium that they play in. <laughs> Indeed. And they're singing, and they're chanting, and they're cheering, and Portland's a weird town. Like, everything about it I love. I love it. Yeah. They got great kits. Ah, oh, and they, they, they chop up a piece of wood for no real reason. It's like, this is great. This is great. Mm-hmm. And, and no matter they're winning or losing, it's always entertaining to watch. Yeah. Portland Timbers. We're moving this team. podcast to Portland next week. We're going to just let's just move on. to Portland. Next I week, was so disappointed with how this segment came. Yeah, I know. Came. I bet you are. Next week's really podcast you brought to you weird. by Neck Tats, and I was really hoping you were going to take Vancouver. I really was. Well, I do have a soft spot in my heart for Vancouver Whitecaps. I really do. I don't like BC Place all that. No, much. me neither. That, that's that's a detractor. You get yeah. it's so great. You get to th- if you're with Portland, you get the weird quirky get, little stadium. I love yeah. that weird quirky little stadium. It's great and little. It seats over twenty thousand people. Yeah, but, but it, it, it's ah oh, the whole thing, the whole thing. Alex Kibler, yeah. Alex Kibler, Alex Kibler. <laughs> yeah, we, we have more games. We do rivalry week is upon us. Man, they push this thing hard, don't yeah, they? They really do. Let's they go really around really the league, do. Jeff. It's, Dallas. But, but hold on, hold on. Oh, what? It's the Heineken it is. rivalry week. <laughs> it is. And here we are drinking a Anheuser-Busch product. Uh, <laughs> Dallas at home against Houston Friday night. What do they call um, this? Unimas! That's I don't not know. how they pronounce it. There's got to be a said, name for this. I've stayed consistent with it. I, I know, know but that's not... Have you Battle watched Texas. it? Texas. I don't know what they call it. They should call it the Battle I of Texas. I hear that you get a, a cannon when you win this game. That's cool. Yeah, you know, there's some weird like if you ever if you call follow college football, there's some weird stuff that gets passed around, like yeah. a, a boot and venereal disease. Uh, so Dallas Houston, <laughs> oh, come on, that joke's good. <laughs> uh, cue the laugh track. Um, <laughs> dude, that's horrifying. That's the most horrifying. You laugh like that guy who sings the Trollolo song sings. That was the laugh track. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you live in memes. <laughs> I do. I really, really do. So what do you think? This is at Dallas, by the way. Yeah, in Toyota Dallas. Park slash stadium slash field slash it's whatever It's only it is. one of those. It's stadium. I have it written here, so I know. I don't think that's right. It might not be right. <laughs> I don't think that's right. Uh, you, have, you have a team. <clears throat> Sorry. Dallas has been on a slide. Right. Lately. Exactly. You have a team in Dallas um, who... Has not been getting the results that they're expecting to get. No. Um, you have a team in Houston, which is not getting results. I mean, they they won last week, but they, but they're also not getting the points that they frankly deserve. But that's the difference here. Houston is playing okay and not getting results. Dallas is just not playing well right now. They're not playing well. So I, I'm if I I have a hard time not picking Houston. If I'm honest with you, I get you. You know, go with your heart. But I'm taking a 2-2 draw. I'm going to say 2-1 Houston. 2-2 draw. All right. It's going to be very unsatisfying for the people of Texas. There's more rivalry. This this is so great. Rivalry week. Heineken rivalry week. Sorry, I didn't say the... They pay us so much money. (laughs) And by pay us, I mean we drink their beer sometimes. San Jose at home against the LA Galaxy Saturday night at 10.30 p.m. That's in Stanford Stadium. Stanford Stadium. Yes. We expect 40 to 50,000 people at this game. California. Do they call that one the California Classico? That's the California Classico. The Super Classico was oh, yeah. LA versus Chivas, and no one cared. No, no one really cared. I think Chivas may have only won like two of those games. Mm-hmm. It was something pitiful. It was real bad. Bob Bradley coached Chivas USA. That that into fact, the playoffs. Yeah. What? 
who, by that the way, wasn't that long ago. No, it wasn't. And Bob Bradley's doing all right for himself. And right Steinbeck, or however you say however that. it's pronounced, but he's they're like in second place or something. He's doing well. Do you think a team in England would, would look at him? Yes. Yes, he, I he do. He doesn't play exciting football, but he's... No, but if you're like... If you're, if you're like a newly promoted premiership newly, team, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, man. You're new, or you're, I'm not saying mid table, but you're low table and yeah. you've been low table for a while. Yeah. He's going to get you a team because you just don't have the budget. Let's face it. You, yeah. you can't play you, you Chelsea. You can't splurge for a big name. But he'll, he'll get you a team of ragamuffins <laughs> to play. <laughs> Ragtag team of teenagers. He'll get them to play above their weight. Yeah. He will. He will. He did that with the U.S. Like, I was very critical of Bob Bradley when he coached the U.S. men's national team. Mm-hmm. But also, let's look at those rosters. Like, there are some questionable folks who were getting called in. Yeah. But those were the best we had, frankly. Yeah, yeah. It was the best we had. I agree. And he was getting them, he was getting Frank them pretty Simic. far. <laughs> like, who, like, who are these yeah, people? I, yeah. But he was getting them pretty far. The problem with Bob is he's a boring interview. He's a boring man. And once he has his guys, he sticks with his guys, regardless and that would that would frustrate especially U.S. men's national team fans. But Who are you taking in this one, boy. This one's tough. This one's tough because San Jose almost always wins this game. Yeah, this game happens every year at Stanford Stadium. Well, not every year at Stanford, but recent years it's been at Stanford. And San Jose almost always wins. So I'm taking L.A. two, <laughs> San Jose one. <laughs> Glad to see that you're consistent, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, I'm gonna take a uh, I'm gonna take a two two draw. I think San Jose can hang with them. I really do. And now that we've done this, San Jose it's gonna like, be it's gonna be like San yeah, Jose, it's gonna be like 15. six nil San Jose. I don't I don't know. Ridiculous. Sunday. I have not been this excited for a Sunday soccer this season yet. This is big time, big time. Gingers, there are two games on Sunday, and you need to watch both. The and Hudson if you don't, River what? Derby, uh, Derby. So I think whatever. Yeah. I think it's what you meant? Yeah, probably. I am not British, and I refuse. Five I'm o'clock. going to this game. Yeah, we're all going to this game. Everyone I know almost is going to this game. My father is coming from Tennessee to go to this game. Papa Kibler. Yes. Is going to be at this Frank game. Frank will be here. Frank the murderer Kibler <laughs> is going to be here. That doesn't roll off the tongue, really. Yeah, but it's accurate. This is Frank has those... killed 14 men. This is one of those games. Red Bulls. Have lost four in a row. They play well. They they're playing right after we record this podcast, so they may have lost five in a row by the time this is recorded. At most, they're going to be taking three points from the last possible fifteen. Versus New York City, who have taken ten points from the last twelve available. Clearly, on two different trajectories right now. They have a midweek game. If you're the Red Bulls, they're going to be tired. City have had an entire week to train. They're going to have Shelton back. It's looking pretty good if you're City, and you're going to have the home fa- the home field advantage. What do you think? Let me at least say this. Yeah. If you're the New York Red Bulls, you know all of that. Yeah. You know all of that. And you know this is your town. You were already here. You have the supporter shield. Yeah. You have a history. You already beat New York City at home. Yes. If you're getting up for any game, I agree with you. This is the game. If you're like if you're carrying a knock or whatever, you're gonna tape that up, you're gonna get out there. You're gonna get out there and play. You're gonna get out there and play. This is gonna be a rough game. Yeah. This is gonna be a Physical. nasty game. Mm-hmm. All right. 
But I am taking New York City to win this mm. at home, 1-0, and I guarantee this does not end 11-11. Oh, no chance. No way. No chance. Someone's getting punched in the mouth. I'm also taking a New York City win. I want to say 2-1 on this one. 2-1? Yeah. That's a conservative scoreline. And now, of course, New York Red Bulls. Of 16, course they're going to win. 16 goals. Yeah. Bradley Phillips with four hat tricks. It's going to be so nice. Four did. times three. That's 12. So, yeah, that's fine. That works. Yeah, you, okay, yeah, perfect. Got, we got another four goals we need to count for. And in the nightcap, Portland Timbers at home against Seattle Sounders. Fresh off the, the spat that was the U.S. Ooh. Open Cup match. Seattle's going to remember that, folks. Yes. Seattle's going to remember that. But they're also that. shorthanded. They're shorthanded. Clint Dempsey is also out on and this game. And Martins. From yeah. this bad Obafemi Martins, injured from that game, still out. This game's at Providence Park. It's in Portland. Portland is confident coming in. Riding a four-game win streak. Looking hot. Yeah. Seattle, though. Big brother fashion. They're not just playing for Cascadia. They're playing for the MLS Cup. Yeah. They're playing for the Eyes on the season. prize. Eyes on the prize. You can't let your little brother boss you around, right, Alex okay, Kibler? I agree with you. I mean, you, you can't s- let that happen. But I think that's what's going to happen. 2-1 Portland. I'm going to say 3-1 Portland. 3-1 Portland? I think Portland's going to take it to him. I really do. Wow. I hope so. I, our wow, new wow. favorite team, the Portland Well, Denver. now that we both know that if we can switch teams. Uh, and, and I'll say this because MLS is such a young league. This is perhaps a controversial opinion. I, I have no issue with people switching allegiances later. In the, you know, because you don't if have you a, move or something. Yeah, like, like something like I that. Like I, I get it. With that, no, like I either. get it. You move, or uh, let's say you're like down in Atlanta. You yeah. support some other team. Like, oh, all of a sudden, I have a team. You have a team. Yeah, I have no issue with it. Or you were or in Orlando, and now you have a team. When I was young, if you would have asked me if I had to pick a team in MLS, I'd probably say the DC United because they're the closest team to me. I, I I knew that they wore black shirts and that kind of thing. Always looks good in black. But like being a part of something is more important than that kind of thing. Yeah, I I, I would not be surprised if. When an MLS fan moves somewhere. Because I, I just don't think, for most fans, the ties are quite as emotionally deep as they are to like an NFL team or an MLB They're team. They're getting there. They're getting, getting there. there. Other matches from this weekend, Toronto FC at home against DC United, Philly at home against Montreal, New England at home against Vancouver. That should be a good match. Sporting KC at home against Colorado, and RSL at home against Columbus. Hashtag... A new new crew. crew! Yeah, we, that, we didn't plan that, but it just happened. Um, we... Happens. <laughs> Art happens? Is that what Art you Art happens. Said? Yeah. Uh, Jeff. Yes. It's come now. Oh. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I have to do something. Oh. Ways you can touch with the genders. How? At st- <laughs> How does one do this? <laughs> at Straight Red Pod on Twitter. That's the pod. At Jeff is Famous on Twitter. That's Jeff. At Alex S. Kibler on Twitter. The S stands for. Oh, I don't. I should have thought of one. Shelton, because he's coming back. Are you related to him? Or? No. We look nothing alike. Uh, I don't know Straight your Red story. at iCloud.com. Straight I have Red no access pod- to that email. Straight Red Podcast on Instagram. And you can see us on Facebook at Straight Red. Yeah, occasionally. It's I'm, now yeah. I will post our podcast. Once in a while. Uh, it's now time for everyone's favorite segment, which is Quiet Time with Jeff. Jeff, what do you have for the gingers? For quite some time. Mm-hmm. I've been telling you that Alex Kibler should be deported. And I want you to know, Gingers, that the hashtag war on Alex yeah. continues unabated. <laughs> By the end of this season, yeah. I will have this man fired out of a cannon 
into the sun. <laughs> I was not expecting like vile, like twisted mustache evil things, but you're welcome. I'm cool with that. Go forth in soccer. Leave. That was great. Best thing about not doing a periscope is that no one can see you drinking Bud Light Lime. <laughs> yeah, we just do it.